if you're aiming to achieve something, you should take the opportunity to review the things you have already done. Because where you have had your successes, there are recurring patterns you can learn from and reuse in the next year to achieve even more. But similarly, where things might not have come through for you or you have had issues with consistency, you can look back on where the blocks were that may have prevented you from fully achieving your goals. And you can then use what you learn in your review to build in sidesteps to help you to overcome those blocks. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK, but I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After travelling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK, which is in the east side of the African continent. And I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here, and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams, or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms, and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is the long-awaited episode 157. This is my first opportunity to wish you a happy new year and to extend a sincere apology to you for the delay in getting this podcast episode out. The ending of 2022 and the start of the new year saw me continue to be affected by ill health. But unlike my other work, I am the whole production team on this podcast, so ill health can bring down the whole show. I'm really sorry about that and hopefully the hoarser tone of my voice won't spoil your enjoyment of this week's episode too much. And now that I'm on the road to recovery, I'll be coming back strong in 2023, which kind of brings me on to my focus for this episode. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you will know that I always do as I teach And one of the key things that I like to do at the end of every European year is to review the year that I've had and also use that review to then set goals for the next year. I'm going to be doing my goals in future episodes. But for this episode, I'm going to take you through my top six achievements for the year, which came out of the review I completed a couple of weeks ago. Why is she bothering to review her year? You might ask. Well, you will know that I coach and mentor side hustle students to remove mindset and side hustle blocks that prevent people from achieving their highest good. Well, to me, if you're aiming to achieve something, you should take the opportunity to review the things you've done. Because 
When you've had your successes, there are recurring patterns you can learn from and reuse in your next year to achieve even more. But similarly, where things might not have come through for you or you've had issues with consistency, you can look at what the blocks were that may have prevented you from fully achieving your goals and you can then use what you learn in your review to build in sidesteps to overcome those blocks. The other reason you should review your year is that it gives you an opportunity to set new intentions and goals or resolutions at the start of each year and to then use the blocks that caused inconsistency in the previous year to be sure that you build in responses that will support you to develop winning habits. Remember, Reviewing your year is not about being hard on yourself for the things you wanted to do but did not get done. Nah, it's about always having a vision to outperform your previous year by doing better and achieving that little bit more as a basic starting point. Because, well, because getting those wins big or small, will feed your enthusiasm and will support you to keep on driving for that little bit more. And I love that about reviews. So with that in mind, let's get to my top six review highlights for 2022. At number six was being able to return to the Gambia for a second time and take some of my family members with me and us then being able to visit Kunta Kinti Island. This was a truly moving and phenomenal experience because when on the island, I knew I was walking in the footsteps of my ancestors who had been enslaved on that piece of land, waiting for ships to come to transport them to plantations in the Caribbean and in America. I found myself trying to listen to their voices and thinking about how they must have plotted to escape and to swim back to the mainland, which looked pretty close from the island, but is in fact about two miles out. And I thought about how many of them must have set off on the path and didn't make it. I also heard myself plotting about how I would have escaped by removing my captors and their guards so that I could make a run for it in a secret boat that I had arranged to then get back to the mainland where I knew I would have been able to hide. All this was going on in my mind, whilst at the same time trying to cast my mind back to when my ancestors walked the same paths that we walked. And it kind of cemented in my mind the importance of us being able to document our stories. Kuntakinti Island has a small locally created museum to help with that. And I was grateful to be able to read the stories of my ancestors. This was a highlight for me because the goal was to return to Gambia to finish unfinished business. And I can certainly say that I was able to achieve that. The only downside, if there is anything, is that the Gambia is certainly a country I could live in easily. 
and I have good friends there, and it was hard to leave. But in leaving, it brought into sharp focus the importance of visiting as many African countries as your heart desires, so that if you make a decision to revisit or to long stay or live in a particular country, you can do so from an informed position. The Gambia was not a country on my list, but perhaps if it had been on my list, I might have long stayed there as part of my living your best life in Africa plan. My fifth highlight is the charity work I have been able to complete in Malawi in this last year. In 2022, I helped a local community to host a community event, which was attended by delegates from across the country, and which was then successfully reported across Malawi's media. I never actually saw myself on television, but I kept being told that many had seen me and were pointing at me to say, oh, it's her, it's her. I also helped a group of women start micro-businesses by providing a small amount of seed finance for the women to make a start. In UK terms, it was a small amount of money, but to the women, it was a huge opportunity for the women to change their lives. And I will never forget the huge amount of excitement on the faces of the women as they chatted about the moves they would be making first thing the following morning. And whilst I didn't provide the funding to get thanks, I did have a huge amount of pride in being able to offer a process that might hopefully see this group of women being able to change their living circumstances for themselves and their families. If there was a downside to this review, it is only the language barrier, which is mine to break. There are always things lost in translation, including words and emphases, when you cannot speak the local language, which, remember in Malawi, is Chichewa. My Chichewa is coming along, but it's on life support machine compared to where it needs to be for me to be truly able to share fully in these types of experiences. As part of my review, I did think about how I might be able to learn Chichewa quickly. And given that I spend two to three months in the UK at a time, I thought I could take a course. But I'm telling you, I am not prepared to pay some other race thousands of pounds for me to learn my own mother tongue. So as part of my review, I have to do more speaking in Chichewa as my first language. My fourth highlight for the year was being able to send a Malawi Nyabingi child to a small private school to complete her education. Now, this is a huge deal. Why? Because Africa is only just waking up to the power and significance of Rastafari, and sending a Rastafari child to a private school in Malawi is a major thing. And it sends a really powerful message across the whole country as Rastafari in Malawi prepares for playing some future role in government and in the governing of the country. And sending a child to private school feels to everyone like we're taking the first steps in being able to plan for the future and to build for eternity. 
And the fact that it's a girl child is even more powerful when we know that education for girls is the first thing to be sacrificed, is the first thing to be sacrificed when money is tight. Now, private education in Malawi can be as expensive as private schools in the UK because we know how other races like to step in our countries. They like to make schools where only the exclusive can go. Thankfully, we also have a range of pricings at the more modest end of costings for private schools, which the local population can attend and which also deliver some very powerful educational achievement outcomes for their students. So I opted for one of those schools and I have a lot of hope for this girl child and I'm really pleased to have been able to help and more importantly, I'm looking forward to how this seed will grow in the future. Do I have anything to review and learn from here? Well, not really. The only thing that comes to mind is that sometimes the small seed that you plant may grow into mighty, mighty acorns well into a future that I might not see. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with building for an eternity that's going to come in generations yet to be. And I quite like that. My third highlight for the year is in the continued success and growth of my Start Your Side Hustle coaching program. I mean, I love teaching this program and I love to see how students on the program are growing with each passing day. I'm particularly proud of the fact that this year, in February 2021, my first student quit her job and took her side hustles to Africa, where she's now living in Ghana. She was on my programme for two years and was able to achieve this result by building on the strong side hustle ideas, which she developed by being on my coaching programme and by attending my coaching sessions. And then pushing forward with her dreams using my mindset coaching sessions, which she used to remove the blocks in her way that were in danger of preventing her from achieving her dreams and best life plans. Me? I'm really stoked about this because this achievement proves the point that I have always made, which is that with an idea, a plan for an idea and the right support, you can move mountains in your own best life plans. Now, this course is going to run again at the end of January and you can find the link to register on the next coaching course in the show notes for this episode. And I'll be speaking a little bit more about the coaching programme in a future podcast episode. But for now, if you've got that niggle in your stomach, don't wait. Go down to the bottom of the show notes and hit the link and register for that coaching program and at least give yourself a coaching start to 2023. The second highlight that I want to focus on might surprise you, but it shocked me. And it was Liz Truss getting into the top job in the UK with her finance minister, Kwasi Kwarteng. 
Liz Truss getting into that top job was a prime example and a replication of how I saw promotions work when I was an employee. Now, this event of Listrus getting to number 10 had a major impact on me and on anyone who lives and is managing finances between two countries. What these two people did to the UK economy is nothing short of unbelievable when you are dependent on foreign exchange for your businesses. The arrogance of Western countries in calling African countries financially backward is not lost on some African countries who laughed at the trauma and pain caused by the economic ignorance of the double act of trust and quarting. For me, the tragedy is that I lost two and a half pence on every pound I exchanged in Malawi. Now, this might not seem a lot, but let me tell you, when you're exchanging thousands of pounds for a house building project, it can run into losing tens of thousands of Malawi kwacha in the exchange rates. It's been awful and things have not recovered to where they were in 2021. Overnight, the moves of trust and quarting totally annihilated the financial trust which people had in UK finance markets and the consequence of this for me is that it became more expensive to trade with the UK which meant it became more expensive to sell pounds to Malawi. Imagine that. I remember in one small exchange I lost over £226. £226! The amount of charity work I could do with that money is just heartbreaking. I mean, I can laugh about it now because I remember when younger, being very much more ignorant about these things, when I used to say that the journey of the UK pound was a boring listen because it had nothing to do with me. Me knowing about the UK pound did not give me more money left at the end of the month. That's how I saw it then. And as I say, I can laugh about it now because this ignorant attitude that I had is a consequence of what happens when black children in European schools alongside poor white children are given lessons in maths formulas and self-esteem whilst white children with better social standings are given lessons in creating and growing wealth and power. That situation right there and me losing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds in the financial markets, it made me commit to knowing more about how to grow wealth that can be passed on to my children. I have a few ideas and if they pay off, I'll share them with you in future episodes once I've got my finances off the floor enough to finish building my houses in Malawi. And finally, my number one highlight that I am most proud of when I've looked through my 2022 review is that I began building my home in Malawi. For me, This is a stunning achievement because it has been a childhood dream of mine to live in Africa and to do this by buying my own land and building my own home, something which is 
totally unavailable to me in the UK. And in 2022, I was able to achieve this in Malawi and 2022 saw me well on my way, not just to building one house, but building two, one for me to live in and the other house for rental so that I have a little income coming in every month that will take care of living costs and maintenance costs for the upkeep of both houses. And I'm so happy about this and I expect both houses to be finished in 2023. And once I get back to full fitness, I will finish the videos of the work completed so far so that you can follow the progress with me. That said, one of the steepest learning curves for me in completing this project after swallowing the financial sting from the UK's financial exchange rates is my needing to learn the way Malawians like to communicate and the way they like to complete construction work. You see, in Malawi, work is completed in stages. You don't get a bill for the whole job. So if I'm building a house in the UK and I give them the plans for the house, they look at the house, they look at the materials and then they tender for that work and they give you an overall price of what the build will cost. Not in Malawi. No. Builders in Malawi quote you for a bit of the project. Then they charge you for that bit and then they do the work. Then they quote you for the next bit of the project charge you for that, do the work and on and on it goes until the project is finished. All sounds really simple, right? Except it's not. Because the way the quotes and costings are explained, I certainly was made to feel that the first quote I received, which was not a small quote, well, I was led to believe by the way the quote was explained to me that this was a quote for the whole of the foundations for one house only to find out weeks down the line that this wasn't the case. And instead, what I had been quoted for was a prize for a small part of the foundation project. This nearly blew my mind and certainly made me blow my top on more than one occasion because of the difficulties it created in managing my building budget. So, of course, my new goal for 2023 is to make sure I have a firm understanding of the costings for the project and what I am being quoted for so that I don't get stung again. The most important thing I have learned is that these things are sent to try and test your patience. And what we need to do is to take the learning, embed it and keep it moving. My building project is on hold now because it's rainy season and we don't build in the rain. But things will be right back on track in a couple of months time when I'll be able to share the next phase of the project with you. And that's it. Those are my top highlights that I've taken from my review of 2022. In a future episode, I'm going to bring you the goals for 2023 
And I'm also going to talk a little bit more about the Start Your Side Hustle coaching program, which was the start of everything that I've spoken about today. And I want to talk about it, if only by way of inspiring you to see the benefits of setting new goals for yourself so that you too can inspire yourself to achieve things which you think you're only dreaming about. It is possible to go beyond that dream. As usual, thanks for tuning in. It means a lot when you take your time out of your busy schedule to listen to what I've been doing. If you haven't already done so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. And also, I hope you feel able to leave me a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify to help make this podcast more visible in 2023. Finally, I always remember that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And because of this, your commitment is to try and Punch that comfort zone out of shape so it no longer acts as a barrier to preventing you and your potential from growing. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and until the next episode, I'm 